Hello friends, it's Phil and today I'm going to muse the question Why is all gardening growing? So I'm going to circle around that and um, grab a pen because there's going to be lots of little vignettes of things that I've been absorbing information about recently, I think is really, really valuable to share. But as a little um, interlude, let's say, all gardening is growing. And if you've listened to the previous episodes, I may, I may not have said that exactly like that before. So why is all gardening growing and what is all gardening growing and how is it growing? So about four weeks ago, let's say the end of the main season, the end of September, light levels drop, temperatures drop. The, the, the clocks change. It gets darker, quicker, and we all start thinking ahead to Christmas. This kind of like period when things are ramped up. So there's nothing else you can think about. There's like a whole massive drive towards Black Friday and buying and purchasing and Christmas and cakes and turkeys and parties. There's a whole ramp up. So you can't possibly think about having a new lawn, can you? Or thinking about 2024, can you? We can't, can you? And about four weeks ago, I kind of got into this slightly discombobulated mode where I saw when, what's gonna happen for the next three months during winter? Because historically, my brain, my particularly the ADHD part of my brain, as the anxiety towards Christmas has elevated and the uncertainty of life towards Christmas has accelerated because that's what happens or that's what's historically happened. My ADHD brain starts to fire off hundreds upon thousands upon millions of ideas and options in order to survive. It goes into kind of like survival mode, I think. But four weeks ago, I was turning a gear about my thinking that I've highlighted in one of the previous episodes. And I started circling what I call the fill six, which is the, the elements of the way that I think personally and about what I do business-wise and how they interact with with each other and the elements are if you hadn't listened to the previous podcast is um, focus confidence value uncertainty anxiety and doubt that's inside my DNA and also uh, that influences everything in my life. 
But four weeks ago, something changed. I'd kind of um, been learning over a period of time through my strategic mind coach, counsellor, therapist, whatever, you, you know, whatever framing we shall linger on that. Um, I was learning to identify the power of my thinking, not be anxious of it and not allow the anxiousness to create uncertainty and doubt. So around about four weeks ago, I started thinking, hmm, maybe if I focus and stay in the same place of thinking for long enough, the obvious will become obvious to me. So if I go back again, four weeks ago, everything started to change. Now, I was going through a bit of an anxious, uncertain, doubting mode, and I sort of remember distinctively pulling this mental pendulum back to zero, focusing. And <clears throat> I went through a discovery period of doing something that I've never done before, which was ask people what they think actually ask my customers what they think. And I listened really carefully and I shared my anxiety, uncertainty and doubt. I said, it's the end of the main season. And for the next three months, depending on the climate and the weather and things are so volatile these days, it could, what's, the future is unpredictable, a little bit, but it has a predictability of seasons in the UK, spring, summer, autumn, winter. So technically we're leaving autumn and going into winter. And my brain was like going, well, this has happened before, Phil. You've had this September, October, November period where you just gradually start to become more doubtful, more uncertain, more anxious, more unfocused, and you break and you go in different directions. That's me. I, I, I go seeking survival in different directions. For example, looking for another job to go alongside what I'm cobbling together. Um, being suspended mentally, hanging. Um, and it's a challenge. The other thing I'd do, sort of during that September, October, November period, is I'd go, I need to do something new, particularly if I was focusing on all gardening. And in the years I've done Christmas wreaths and I've done Christmas trees and I've done other stuff. Compost, I think, one winter. I did door-to-door -door sales of compost. But this year, four weeks ago, I started thinking differently. I started thinking, here's the thing. I can solve the problems for myself if I focus on less. Or focus on the success, they say. So 
I spoke to a couple of customers and I spoke to a couple of other people about my situation or the situation I was facing, let's say. And maybe not as drastic as I was thinking it was, but it was driven by doubt, uncertainty and anxiety. And um, someone said to me when I sort of explained that, you know, over the next, over the winter period, predict, you know, the, the predictability of business is going to fall away. People aren't going to be interested in having a final service. Um, how do I survive? Um, one person said to me, well, rather than focusing on one thing that no one wants, why don't you just offer everything? All gardening, lawn care, landscaping, fences, pressure washing, patio washing, plant digging, trees, you know, go and do everything again. That was one option. Another option was, uh, well, look, you're a seasonal business, so sit on your credit card and then plan your cash flow to pay off the credit card. That person also said, but don't lose focus in the fact that you're an absolute expert at growing fine lawns. And then another client of mine actually said to me, you know what, Phil, you are phenomenal. You're brilliant at what you do. Someone out there will want to book your service. And for a few weeks, I kind of went, so inside of that, I can do everything. I can sit on a credit card or I can try and find someone that wants what I want, what I want to sell. And I don't know how it kind of evolved in my head, but the um, I came to this conclusion that I do something that no one does. There's the thing, right? I'll do something that no one does. Now, keep in mind that the evolution of all gardening and the growth of all gardening this year has come from doing one thing well. Uh, and if you don't know where that concept kind of evolved from, it, it kind of evolved from a guy called David Hyatt, who runs Hyatt Denham and the Do Lectures and also built Howie's that he sold to Timberland and Timberland screwed it up. But David with Hyatt Denim, Denim basically talks about putting a denim factory back into Cardigan Bay in Wales because there was a factory there of people that had made jeans, but their industry had died because their biggest client, which I think was Marks and Spencer, decided to go and buy jeans somewhere else in the world. And the idea of doing one thing well, David went, well, I'm going to put Jeans back into Cardigan Bay because that's where I'm going to live. And uh, we're going to do something different. We're going to do only jeans and we're going to do only the best jeans in the world. So this say tie together those two th thoughts of traveling through the doubt, uncertainty, anxiety mode into the focus mode then talking to clients and saying, what should I do over the next six weeks, really? That's kind of like the, the winter, you know, the November into December into early January, Christmas period. 
by about the 5th of January, basically it's the, it's the new year and things kind of get rolling anyway. But <clears throat> the, the journey of my brain was rattling along that kind of um, question, really. How do you do something that no one does that can allow you, allow me to carry on being focused on doing one thing well, which is growing the finest lawns in the UK. And um, it, it kind of came to me in a moment of like, God, I can't imagine that's going to work. Um, it re required me to flip fill the fill six from doubt, uncertainty, anxiety. I had to flip it to value, confidence, and focus. I had to value the future. I had to think what I do is limited because I only do the fine, I only grow the finest lawns in the UK, and I'm very, very proud of that. And I will get better at it. But, um, By doing so, I'm also limited. I can only work for 38. I personally can only work for 38 lawns, work on 38 lawns. So this weaved together some of that blamange slash uh, spaghetti of thoughts and put them in order. The focus of the year is do one thing well. The focus has led to growing the finest lawns in the UK, particularly in Northwest London, actually, at the moment. At the moment and for next year. And I can only work on 37, 38 lawns a year, personally. And the thing that came to me was, because this is a limited thing, like the finest wine, like, the the finest cars like the finest jewelry like the finest luggage and furniture is like you have to pre-order it it's made for you it's made to measure you have to you, you have you know you if you want some of those things you have to commit to it when it's available which got me thinking i'm going to do something that I've never heard anyone do before. I'm going to pre-sell the 2024 season. I'm going to pre-sell the future because there are only 38 slots. And what that meant really is if, if I peel it away, it meant that I could remain focused on doing one thing well growing the finest lawns in the UK and I could start to try and understand how I interact with that idea and how I deliver a, a, a growing strategy for all gardening that brings people towards me. So that's why I decided I'd do about three weeks ago now 
And I was nervous about the whole idea because, like, no one's ever done this before. I mean, no one that I know, well, I know of a couple of people probably in the UK and I know of a couple of people worldwide that may grow the finest lawns for other people. Lots of people have a go, you know, lawn enthusiasts. But doing it as a commercial thing is simple, but it's not easy. So three weeks ago, I tweaked the All Gardening website. And if you haven't looked at the All Gardening website, in the notes is a link to the All Gardening website. Go and have a look. <clears throat> it's still evolving, but the home page and the page for the the landing page for the lawn plan service, lawn plan complete service, is very, very focused. It's focused on doing one thing well, growing the finest lawns in the UK and telling them and telling prospective clients that that's what it's all about. And here's the thing, it's working. I've had two inquiries today and I've signed up two people this week, pre-selling the 2024 season. And it's extraordinary. It's fascinating. It's obvious to some extent. The other thing I'll share that is simple but not easy, but is so important, is lawn plan and delivering lawn plan as a service is not really about me, whilst I am a limited resource and I can only work on 37, 38 lawns a year. What lawn plan is really is a process. And let's say that process has taken years to refine in terms of seed technology, fertilizers, lawn mows, cutting, all the above. It's taken years to refine and I'm still learning. But it is a process that can be uh, replicated many times, which is fantastic, but it's not easy, but it is a process that can be replicated many, many times. So link together those two things. This is a process that can be done by me by 38 times, right, for, on, for 38 lords. And I can pre-sell the availability. And those two things have concluded with one huge paradigm shift, which is the business that I run, that I've always thought has this difficult period from a cash flow, acquisition planning point of view the business model the financial model always had this downturn in this say q4 but what it now has is it actually has an upturn in q4 
because it's going to be the end of the year for some of the lawn plan clients that aren't continuing the following year, which actually I think most clients will stay on. And um, yeah, it's pre-booking the following year. So all gardening's growing. So I share this gently is that three weeks ago, I was collapsing into a very familiar pattern of seasonal business, not knowing what to do, not knowing where to go, not knowing how it's going to work, thinking, oh, I need to do Christmas trees and reefs and everything else and compost delivery. And actually, what I've done is um, had the most successful month this year. Yes, mind-boggling. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, everything changed. So, <clears throat> to share with you some of the other sort of simple yet but not easy strategy behind this. Um, the I have a Facebook advert, one Facebook advert. And you'd say, oh, a Facebook advert, that's pretty straightforward to do. Well, look, that one Facebook advert, and if you know anything about Meta's advertising platform, which I do, um, it takes time to optimize. It takes time to learn because there's two things. One is you can buy traffic, but you want conversions. And the conversions happen because people sign up to your website page. So you've got the website page to optimize. You've got the advert to optimize and you've got the audience to optimize. And that is a difficult process that requires patience, intelligence and investment. But now, after some, not four weeks, after some four months of refining, that advert is now pretty much optimized on an audience that is completely new unique and an audience that actually i'll share with you but i won't tell you the secret source is it's an audience that you would never ever ever think you'd advertise a gardening service to which makes the competition within the audience negligible obviously there's going to be competition because other people are going to be advertising other stuff in that audience but from my perspective I will be the only fine lawn service advertising to this audience probably ever because it's the secret. It's the one of the one of the Phil dyslexic ADHD INTJ brain secrets. And you'd kind of if I told you about it, you'd go, how did you get to that? It's a long story. Well, it's not a very long story, actually. It's a very simple story. I walked miles, and that's all I'll tell you. Walked miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, thinking about it. So I run some Facebook adverts, and that's working. Right, so that's generating some inquiries every day, two today. And it will keep optimizing. I'm not going to tell you what budget's on it either. I'm not going to tell you what the cost per acquisition is, but let's just say... 
you can go down the pub for less. Oh, no, actually, uh, it's less than going down the pub. <clears throat> anyway, so um, the other thing I'm doing, just, just for a sort of intriguing reference, is um, I write a letter every week. And I've been circling the same 500 houses now for three or four weeks. They say three weeks. So I'm telling a story in a particular area. And I'm running an advert on a particular audience. And the two of them are learning to operate in this really unique environment to create an audience. And that also is really, really, really interesting. So anyway, look, time is running out. So I'm going to just sort of circle around and summarize all of this rambling from today's podcast. Is, um, and I need some lunch, actually. Is um, Four weeks ago, everything was up in the air. My brain had blown itself to bits again. It had gone doubt, uncertainty, anxiety. And the focus, confidence, and value piece had zapped away. But I started thinking, do one thing well. Stay focused on doing one thing well. Understand that there are people that will want this thing this service lawn plan there will only be 37 38 slots and that's it so pre-booking next year is obvious really in hindsight and someone said to me the other day um so if you're doing this now in november slash december yeah What's it going to be like when the season picks up? And it's like, it doesn't matter really, because I've only got 37, 38 slots to fill. And that means a couple of customers a month, really. So the reason why all gardening's growing, to answer that question that was posed at the beginning in the subject line, the reason why it's growing is because I'm doing one thing. Well, I'm only doing one thing. I'm focusing on growing the finest lawns in the UK, in London. And I've circled all of my bonkers, dyslexic, ADHD, INTJ brain to solve the problem. And like I said, I built a process, which is lawn plan. I built a brand, which is all gardening. I built a website that is really, really attractive, I think, to my customer. I built a Facebook audience advert and interest that is mind boggling. And I do a few letters as well. And it's working. I've had the best billing month in the last 16 months and it's no it's december makes you think doesn't it in my head actually while i'm telling you this what it does is it makes me feel anxious i haven't quite swinged that pendulum back to just feeling confident and calm and 
optimizing to the job that I'll be doing next year. Haven't quite been able to do that yet. I'm just still very anxious and processing. But a given time, there's a lot that will come from doing one thing incredibly well, focusing on delivering that. A premium family legacy business that drives a process called Lawn Plan. It's really interesting. It's really interesting thinking. And there's so much more I could tell you and talk to you about this whole learning period that I've done. But that might have to wait for the next episode because I've run out of time. <clears throat> anyway, look, I'm going to have a cup of tea and a lunch and then go and walk open. He was a bit poorly, by the way. I think he ate a mushroom the other day. And by God, he has been ill. Anyway, look, thanks for listening. Take care, friends. I'll see you again soon. Take care now. Ta-da! Bye.